I'm Larry Bishop, and you're listening to the World is Wrong podcast. We're here to tell you how the world is wrong. The world is wrong about season three. <laughs> what, what are you like? Some sort of some sort of witch or something? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> season three, shrinkies, <laughs> my pretties. <laughs> Hey, yeah, so, here we are. We made oh, it. Oh yeah, now this is uh, welcome. To, welcome to the World Is Wrong podcast. This is the beginning of season three. This is A little intro. The uh, the show where we uh, where we celebrate films and film artists. The world is wrong about. I'm talking with one of our hosts, Brian Connolly, and I'm talking to our other host, Andres Jones. We've never done it like and, that before, and this is hey, kind of what we're doing. We're trying felt, to change things nice. up in change this season things three. Up. Yeah. And uh, uh, we, yeah, because we took a long kind of break, uh, you know, but not that long compared to how most shows in the world work where they take it's a summer off while yeah. they, you know, think about or film the next season. And that's what we've been doing. We never stopped recording. We actually recorded more than we ever have before in the shortest amount of time. We really kind of hammered out a lot of episodes. So when we're talking about like how, you know, we're all still alive, it clearly is because we've recorded it long before the earth dried up and shriveled and cooked into a, a lump of coal. But uh, <laughs> but yet here we are right now. I got all the water turned on in my house, just blasting. Uh, season three, uh, some of the new things to look for. We're hold doing on, it every, hold on. What? Oh, oh, okay, oh. I'm jumping the gun. I'm You're getting, just getting very excited, excited here. You're getting very I'm excited. Too, I, I'm sorry. I just was. Ex- I'm just excited to be back and to be with all our listeners here. You know, all the great people of New Zealand, or yeah, wherever the country is yeah, that's now have, listening to yeah, us. Yeah, we have a lot of listeners uh, in New Zealand. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, well, well, so Brian, first of all, <laughs> how did you spend your summer? Uh, I recorded a lot of episodes of the World Is Wrong podcast. You did that. That happened. Um, I uh, didn't record a lot of episodes of the Director's Vault podcast, uh, and I mostly just, uh, I, I, I've been reading a lot, you know? I, I've been reading every Tarantino screenplay, which has been fun. I'm just kind of going through, just like all his scripts. There's just something about summertime and Tarantino that clicks for me. So I've been doing that, and, uh, <clears throat> you know, unsuccessfully trying to... Uh, be healthy and you know because it's ice cream is what you eat in the summertime and it's my favorite food so that that's what i've been up to oh and we got to see each other in person which was exciting yes you came to visit la came to visit la and you took uh, us on a beautiful walk you know uh up the up the hills of uh, hollywood hills there and uh yeah now that was a good that was a good time uh so that was cool and I'm hoping that sometime, maybe this season, we even get together in person and record an episode in person. I think that would be fun to watch a movie, have more time where we watch a movie together and then immediately record our reactions right after. I think that would be cool. That'd so, be great. Like, let's, fingers crossed that I can uh, we can accomplish that because we're also going to try to make a movie together while this season is uh, airing. So yes, we'll you, see uh, you finished a screenplay. I finished a screenplay. I don't want to say too much about it because I don't want anyone to take our thing. But uh, I wrote a kind of a horror comedy thing that I want you to be in, that I want to make. Uh, so I'm ready to, to try to do that while we're kind of sharing these kind of movies with people on our show for this uh, next season. Season th- I didn't think we would make it to season three, and here we are. It's it's a total shock to me that, that this is it. So 
we did it. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. And, and yeah, and so yeah, like you said, I said too soon. We're gonna have some changes to make. Oh, wait, we'll wait a second. That. Hold on a second. <laughs> when someone asks you how you spent your summer, it seems like the polite thing to do is to then ask that person. Well, I wasn't done. I how said was your summer? Later. Oh, okay. How was how was your summer, Andros? <laughs> oh well, thanks for asking, Brian. <laughs> uh. It's been it's been it's been up and it's been down, but the ups have been super super up. I've been recording a lot of music. I've been working on editing a short film about my friend Andy Schmushkin and his mm. uh, travails with the anti-Schmushkinite movement in the yeah. early aughts. I remember that time and uh, very excited about that. Um, and yeah, mostly just very excited about making new music for the first time in a long time. Been recording yeah, with been some great while. musicians and I'm feeling super inspired about it and I can't wait to share it with you folks. So look forward to that. that that's exciting. That's very cool. Yeah. It seems like you had a more worthwhile summer than me. Uh, I had a more productive summer, perhaps. I don't know if it was more <laughs> worthwhile. Uh... <laughs> Depends what we what we assign worth to. So yeah, true. So now uh, now that we've just been a little bit leisurely, welcome people into our experience and whatnot. Now, go for it, Brian. What are, what were you what were you trying to say? <laughs> so the changes that we have made for just to shake things up to make things different. One, we are going to not be having an episode every week. We're going to have one every two weeks just so you have time to really watch the movie listen to this thing without feeling like you're behind uh and just that give you time to share it with people give you time to reach out to us and ask us questions so that way we can answer them and have a dialogue you know going a positive dialogue about these movies and uh, that's why we're that's what we're doing but what that means is that we're not really having any special guests this year, uh, at least for the first half of the season. Not as much. because Not as much, because uh, what's nice is it means there's time just for us to kind of do this, because I think a lot of the time we have these guests because I get overwhelmed and I'm like, I can't do all these, I can't do this, and you got to find someone else to do it. And so then you find someone else to do it. Not that we don't love these guests and didn't have some of the best episodes. I think the best episodes are with these other people. Uh, they don't giggle as much as me nervously throughout the whole... Uh, you know, John Ronson didn't do a lot of giggling uh, last season. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's going to be a little different, but I think kind of more, I don't know, more intimate in a way. If like you're going to really just kind of be hanging out with us for season three for the most part. I, I find um, it, I, I like how you phrase that. Like we're, we're doing them every other week so that you have more time to watch them and you have more time to share <laughs> them and you have more time to listen. Not that trying to put out a podcast every week is very, very d demanding <laughs> to us and difficult and has yeah. made the and <laughs> and is one of the reasons we sort of hit a we in the last two seasons we hit a wall around June and it's like we got to take some time off. And <laughs> but the then goal, we didn't really take yeah. time off because we kept recording. So, so yeah. in a way that hasn't happened yet. Well, it has because <laughs> the the goal here is that by doing one <laughs> by doing two a month instead of four or five a month, we will, I hope never have to do another hiatus. So it's possible season three will be the last season 
of the world is wrong. Three years, but it just <laughs> goes on forever. It's an it's a, a never ending season. Uh, who knows? I don't the know when. I don't know when the season. season. I don't know what would be the natural season break. I guess um, if, if one of us actually wanted the break, <laughs> or if one of us ever became incapacitated and needed, uh, we needed to recast. You know, you could get uh, Justin Bozung to come back and. You and he could finish that, could do the world is wrong. I don't know. Uh, you're giving away, like, you haven't, we don't, people oh, don't know who sorry. that yes. is necessarily. Well, this is, that, that's, so, a, that's a little, uh, that's a little teaser. This, Let's talk about what okay. we have coming up in yeah. season three. We've got, uh, we've recorded, I think about 10 episodes. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine uh, episodes so far. So why don't we tell the people what they can look forward to in the yeah. coming months? Uh, as I as I was saying, uh, we're starting off. We have a we do have a guest, uh, Justin Bozung, who is a, uh, a, a Norman Mailer scholar, a good friend of uh, of Brian's, and the former co-host of the Projection Booth podcast. And he will be joining us to talk about Norman Mailer's "Tough Guys Don't Dance." Oh yeah. A film. I think Brian and I have been like it is one that we've both been wanting to do on the show forever yeah. and <laughs> so. holding out. And it's a great Ooh. episode. It's really it uh, was worth the wait. Uh, that's a good season opener. That's a strong way to begin any show. <laughs> and then we dip into the world of David Mamet with two yeah. David Mamet pictures. You want to tell them about the first one? Yeah, we're doing Red Belt, uh, which is, I think, kind of the one of the more lesser known Mammoth films, but my favorite. And then we're doing Spartan, which starring the great Val Kilmer. Uh, two two fantastic movies, neither talked about as much as, you know, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross or the plays that Mammoth wrote. But this movies, these movies are solid and we have great discussions about Mammoth and those movies. And like, it's very fun. Yes. And then we move on to the Island of Dr. Moreau, the troubled, <laughs> troubled. Island of Dr. Moreau from 1996, a film that yeah. I had seen, but I didn't really know the story about. And it was great to dig into and explore that. And if you if you watch, if you want to watch that film, you should also watch the documentary about the making of it, which is called. Do you remember what the documentary is called, Brian? Lost Soul. Lost Soul. Yes. Yeah, about Richard Stanley and Frankenheimer and everybody kind of losing their mind trying to make uh, this movie. And then we uh, we get to a film that's been on my list from the very beginning, The Indian Runner, Sean Penn's directorial debut, starring Viggo Mortensen uh, and David Morse. And the film is based upon a, the, uh, a Bruce Springsteen song from the album Nebraska. And... Uh, if you haven't seen that film, it is full of just some of the best performances you could put on film. So, yeah, mm-hmm. really yeah. great. And then you turned me on to the film we follow that up with. That's like a very bleak, <laughs> beautiful, dark, hurting film. And we followed that up with our uh, episode 86 uh, film from 1941 <laughs> that I had never seen before. Brian, tell us about it. Hell's a Poppin'. Oh, yeah. Maybe the greatest comedy of all time. I don't know about that, Uh, but... (laughs) It's amazing. Well, one of the... Like, maybe one of the craziest comedies of all time. A movie I truly love and that I feel is not 
talked about in the way that it should be. And we go into all that. And it was really fun to kind of get your reaction from that. Very excited for people to hear our Hells of Poppin' episode. And uh, and then we get back into the full-on world is wronging with uh, episode 87 from 2006, another Brian Choice Southland Tales. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> you not the biggest fan, but it's still a good conversation and a movie that is near and dear to my heart and a, a movie that definitely, in my opinion, the world is very wrong about <laughs> that you might disagree. But you know what? I'm uh, maybe this will be the one where we finally hear from people and we can all argue about, you know, or have a great discussion about Southland Tales. Well, it, I, I followed it up with my own uh, difficult Southland tale, which is my choice of Two Jakes, the Jack Nicholson directed sequel to Chinatown that uh, people really don't like, but <laughs> I love and uh, and that sort of led us into a, a couple of weeks of Robert Towning. Uh, Robert Town, the, the screenwriter on Chinatown, the sort of partial screenwriter on Two Jakes. And then we get into his film uh, that he directed and wrote from 1988, Tequila, Sunsi- uh, Su- Tequila Sunrise, uh, with uh, Mel Gibson, Kurt Russell, and Michelle Pfeiffer. And I guess we let's th- tell him the, the last film that... Uh, we haven't quite recorded it yet, but we know that we're recording it like this week um, or next week. So uh, we're going to be doing then a Chronicle of Corpses, uh, a strange art slasher film from the early aughts that kind of has been, I think, under a lot of people's radar, under a lot of people's radars. So I feel like we need to I feel like I want to share this with the world. And this is one that sort of inspired this podcast in a way where like when we were talking about it way long ago before season one i was like that is a movie that was one of the first movies i added to the list but i've been kind of sitting on it just because uh not everyone's really heard of no one's really heard about it so i feel like we needed to kind of put that in the middle of a bunch of movies that people have at least heard of or can find because we kind of it's a movie that might be hard to find is basically like (laughs) but (laughs) yeah uh but yeah for those of you that like kind of outsider art uh kind of odd films that that's a fun that's a fun one to kind of to open up and explore and that'll get us into 2023 and you should it's also something i want to explain about sort of the the dynamic going on here because we are recording these um pretty much going forward we're going to be recording these several months prior to when they are released it's possible you'll hear us responding to things that are happening in the moment that as you hear them, they're like, wow, that was news five <laughs> months cares? ago, four months ago. Um, <laughs> just, just do the math, figure that in. So you don't, you're not like, why are they talking? We try not to. I think we've been good at trying not to be too of the moment with things going on in the world. But like, you know, maybe if we're doing an episode and someone, about I'm thinking like if, if someone dies and we respond to it because they died that week or some like film news that happens that week that informs our conversation. Uh, yeah. You may be finding out about those things after, you know, several months have passed. Yeah. Yeah. So that's basically what you have to look forward to. And I wanted to tell, tell you, Brian, a little story about something that recently happened uh, over in that world that you tend to not engage with uh, the world of Twitter. Yeah. Oh, geez. <laughs> I can't. I hate it. Uh, it's, what, what happened? 
<laughs> so my attitude towards the Twitter account is that where the world is wrong. So I like, and I take a broad view of that. So like if, if someone like I'll share things that I think are where things are wrong about film, like, I don't know when they, uh, when Warner Brothers decided to shelve the Batgirl film. That was a recent thing mm-hmm. that happened. And that seems like a world is wrong thing. Or when yeah. the Screen Actors Guild decided to stop paying, giving people, like uh, using, allowing residuals to count towards actors' insurance, thereby kicking, you know, hundreds, maybe thousands of beloved you know, elderly TV actors uh, off of their insurance in their dwindling years when they can't, when they, it's, they're not, certainly not capable of getting work uh, that could pay for their insurance, things like that, industry stuff. Um, Also, I'll share things like when good things are happening, like uh, when Dinner in America came out and started to get a lot of buzz and I was posting a lot about that, things we've covered. And so like sharing, like if Wendell B. Harris the his Chameleon Street was released on Criterion and sharing that. So good news stories too. And then also I also definitely am sharing sort of world affairs things where the world is where I think the world is wrong. And there's not a lot like a, just so you know, Brian, there's very little uh like rancor and ugliness. Most people, first of all, don't <laughs> respond at all to what I post. So um and then there are times when I will, like, I'll see someone post something and I'll engage. And a lot of times the engagement is not argumentative, but more like, oh, it's if someone is, if someone is being highly critical or insulting to something that I think is deserving of, you know, better attention. Like, you may not agree with it, but just saying that thing is stupid and that person's an idiot is not the most intelligent way to engage with an idea that you may not agree with. And that's the place. Because it's not, because, well, because it's not open to you being open to listen to another opinion. Right. If you're just like, that's fucking stupid. You're like, okay, well, you've just kind of killed the conversation. Right. You know. <laughs> so I recently had an interaction online with a fellow film podcaster that I'm going to... Uh, I want to tell you about. I want to tell you about Brian. I want to tell the listeners about just from the standpoint not to 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 create any beef. First of all, I don't think this person really listens to our podcast. It's a podcast that I listen to a lot. Um, the movies that made me, and uh, I'm a big fan of that. It's the one that's hosted by Joe Dante and Josh Olson, who wrote uh, History of Violence. And I really, really like Josh Olson. Joe Dante is a lot of fun, but I actually really, really like Josh Olson as a podcaster. He's also one of the uh, most intelligently critical of Aaron Sorkin uh, podcasters I know. So I feel a great uh, deal of solidarity with him. He's a very passionate sort of lefty sort of progressive type, which I also speaks to me. And he was one of the hosts of a, of a West Wing podcast where they were also just very critical of Aaron Sorkin. So I've had a, I've spent many, many, many hours enjoying this person and their, their mind and their creativity. So I was kind of excited when I and we had been uh, we'd 
gone back and forth on Twitter very friendly ways because I'd listen to the podcast and I'd share. Like recently, Joe Dante was on and he was talking about how Inner Space was a flop and made no money. And I was like, I sent him the bo- I sent them the box office receipts from the week it came out. It was like the third biggest movie in in the world that that week. <laughs> Not exactly a flop. So that's kind be of so thing. hard on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a great movie. <clears throat> yeah, the, I, I, I gave him my five bucks. I was one of the people who saw it the week it came out. Um, <laughs> that's back when movies were five bucks. Yeah. And so anyway, so that so recently uh, there was an interaction where a journalist who I have a lot of respect for, Glenn Greenwald, who broke the Ed the Edward Snowden story and as a very a big uh, civil rights free speech uh, advocate um, and uh, and as a you know as a journalist who reports on controversial stories he you know he, he definitely has people who are pissed off at him uh, who you know don't agree with him who don't like when he like he, he's it's great when he's critical of the other side but when he's critical of your side People don't like him. And I, you know, my feeling about journalism is kind of the same feeling about writing or art. It's like your job isn't to flatter people. Your job is to share information that is going to make people think. And sometimes that's going to make people not like you. And uh, and I saw Josh Olson being uh, very critical of Glenn Greenwald's interviewing Alex Jones and I engaged him saying basically, you know, I don't I, haven't, I don't have any love for Alex Jones, but uh, hating on a journalist for talking with him seems sort of like getting angry at you guys in your podcast for talking about Roman Polanski and not saying that he's a rapist every time you mention his name. Like you can talk about a Roman Polanski film and... You don't, and if someone just said, "I don't like your podcast because you're not critical enough of Roman Polanski every time you mention him," I would be standing up for you. And it's totally cool to criticize Alex Jones, but why are you criti- criticizing this journalist for interviewing him? And he blocked me, <laughs> <laughs> and I was so sad. I was, <laughs> I was so fucking sad. I I wrote to them on the the on the podcast because i josh olson blocked me but i still could write to the movies that made me podcast and i wrote Mm -hmm. to them and saying i'm really really sorry i did not mean to offend you i thought we were having a good conversation um you know i really i love your podcast and i think you'd really dig ours and i never heard anything back from them and (laughs) it's fine they're busy they're busy people and i don't think it it mattered that much to them as much as it mattered to me and I did realize that the, the really sad thing about it is I don't know if I can listen to that podcast anymore because it just will make me sad. Not like I'm mad at them. <laughs> I don't I, I we've we've been very supportive of their podcast talking about it in previous episodes. Uh, I remain high. Like if anyone asked me, I would say that's one of the great film podcasts. Definitely listen to it. And it's very hard to listen to a podcast when you know the host has blocked you. <laughs> <laughs> for not like with like if you were hostile to them but it's so there's a couple things that I wanted to say first of all who anyone who saw that 
who saw that, I want them to know that I remain incredibly supportive of the movies that made me podcast and Josh, Josh Olson, even though we had that disagreement. And I think it probably a miscommunication um, where I've listened to him a lot and I give him a huge benefit of the doubt and he hasn't listened to me a lot, so he doesn't have to give me the, a huge benefit of the doubt. But I also think in a larger picture that this, it represents what I think we're trying to do on this podcast, which is say, is to say that it is okay to look at things that are that m- may be offensive, that you may not agree with, that you wouldn't j- do in your daily life, but looking at them and talking about them and engaging with them, even with people who are offended by them or don't like them, but being able to have that be a conversation that is about the love of film, in ge- the love of the thing in general. Like in my conversation with Josh, it's the love of journalism and the truth that leads to recognizing that someone like Alex Jones is a dangerous and pernicious figure or that someone else is a, is a, re- is a reasonable and praiseworthy figure. And uh, I've blocked people. And if I've ever blocked someone who's out there and they are still listening to this podcast, you're a better person than me. And if you haven't listened to this, if you stopped listening to this podcast because I blocked you, I don't blame you. I get that that's a really, that's an, it, it feels like a violent thing that happens to you when someone does that. Uh, not like violent in the, in the extreme sense, but it, you know, it hurts. It, it, it's, it, it hurts you. And um, yeah, and I just felt like I, I, first of all, I wanted to let you know this, Brian. I wanted to, uh, you know, and you may say we should cut this out. Uh, <laughs> and uh, but I but I do think it's important because I think in a general sense, I hope I know that it made me feel like a little bit more thoughtful about the next time I feel like blocking someone. That's for sure. Mm. Um. And yeah, and I again, I'd love that podcast. And maybe I hope I hope sometime in the future, my hurt feelings will. I'll get over my hurt feelings, and I'll want to go back and listen to it. I'm sure when Aaron Sorkin comes out with another movie, I'll seek out <laughs> Josh Olson to see what he has to say about it because he's very very smart, and he uh, he, I, to- I I I have such an agreement with him about so many things that uh, yeah, of course that's why this was a I don't know. This was worth is worth mentioning. So, Brian, are you? Do you feel? Are you? Are you? What are you feeling? I'm feeling okay. I'm I'm glad that I avoid Twitter, so I never have to block anybody. You know, because uh, I feel like I can, I can have these conversations in person, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's different. Well, it's different because you know tone, and you understand like, oh, we disagree on a thing or whatever. But it's not like this weird like. I'm shutting you out or I feel like the back and forth on social media just kind of is more because it's so quick and you're just heated and on your phone or whatever that you're not really thinking in the same as if you were like talking to a person in real life. But, but I don't know, but I'm also glad that I just didn't see any of this. So I can't be like, why did you do (laughs) now? We have enemies. I don't think (laughs) we have enemies. I think, I think they don't even know who we are. They do not. (laughs) I think they are just like, what's this podcast blocked? (laughs) Yeah. Do not care. Um, (laughs) 
And you know, it's funny. And, there, there, I, there's something else I shared recently, and it, uh, if, one, if, you, if people who listen to it want to check out the Twitter feed, I shared a conversation that happened between uh, two podcast political podcasters on the left, which I know you've talked about, Brian, that the reason you left Facebook was because of all of the rancor between your friends around the Hillary Clinton, Bernie Sanders mm-hmm. primary. Yeah. It just split yeah. up so many friendships. And there's yeah. a, and I shared it. There's a great uh, conversation between Brianna Joy Gray, who was Bernie Sanders' press secretary in his 2020 run, and Cenk Uger, who is the, uh, the CEO and main host on The Young Turks. And... He is a very he's very hostile to the Bernie Sanders wing of the well, he's a very he has a very hostile and argumentative debate style. And her the way that she had the conversation with him, and this is why I shared it, uh, was so much the way I would hope that all of our conversations about things we disagree with can be about like. Uh, and I just I, I would I, I don't want I actually I don't want to tell you too much about it. Just go check it if you if you want to check out the Twitter feed. Um, I felt like it was such an ex- uh, it was such an inspirational example to me of how to engage with someone who wants desperately to fight with you, and how not how to constantly not make it a fight while maintaining your integrity and staying true to the points you're trying to make, but not taking the bait when someone is trying to goad you into fighting with them. And uh, it's actually, I've been thinking about it a lot in the context of this Josh Olson thing and just in general in life is like how much that inspired me as like an example of how I would like to be. And uh, that's why I shared it. So that's what you can find on uh, on our Twitter account. And, uh, you know, if you're if you're open to that world, come over and check it out. If you're not open to that world, you can look at all the pretty pictures on Instagram that Brian posts. <laughs> Where I've not been blocked by anybody. <laughs> Is that I just true? want to be friends. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, nobody blocks me. You got someone mad at you, though. Yeah, but we we then we figured it out. Okay. We, we 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 took it to the side and we had a discussion. How you, you know, should because that's because that's what I do. Because I feel like when things start getting weird on the internet, which happens not often for me because I just hate it, then I'm like, pause. I don't want to do this in public. I don't want to do this on a computer. Like I want to actually talk to you, and then I could, I step away from the phone and either call them or maybe it'll be a more of a texting personal thing or in person or whatever, but not like this weird kind of platform thing, which I just kind of hate about the whole thing, which is good for advertising our show or anything we do to let people know about it against strangers. But I think for like anything where there's a disagreement, I'd rather actually have a conversation than like a lot of like, you know, one-sided, you know, huff and puffs. So. I don't know. One-sided huff and puffs. That's kind of my business. (laughs) I like the sound of it. Well, I'm glad that, uh, I mean, I'm sad that you got blocked, but I guess it's good that you're just you're no longer engaging in a in a argument on the internet. Yeah, I mean, I I think that <laughs> I think debate. I see. I enjoy debates. I think debates are a are a good thing if they can be engaged with good faith. And uh, you know, it's and uh, but I understand that get that can be misconstrued by people who see it as fighting. Fighting, yeah. And I think it's hard because like again, there's no tone. 
Like when you just see a back and forth on the thing, it seems like, oh, this guy just wants to like egg me on or this guy just wants to argue. And I think a lot of people on the Internet are ready just to argue uh, or they're so, debating. But you can't tell because of the, you can't tell the tone because you just see, you know, the words. Well, let me help you out. Uh, if you're ever reading my tweets, the tone is sort of B. Arthur in The Golden Girls. <laughs> That's the tone of my posts. <laughs> Not Sam Kinnison. <laughs> no. Oh, Rose. Oh, Rose. <laughs> well. Uh, okay. Well, and so but, I, I hope you all enjoy our our third season, and we will be releasing our first episode in just uh, a couple of days after this. And so the beginning of September is an exciting time. Get ready and uh, and go out and track down a copy of Tough Guys Don't Dance. Get ready to watch that film yeah. and yeah. Uh, and love it. And if you get the new Blu-ray, you can listen to the commentary track from our guest, Justin Bozing. Great. So, uh, well, Brian, here we go. Are you ready for <laughs> the the final and endless season? <laughs> of the world is wrong podcast uh yeah i'm into that it'll be like that charlie sheen show where they did season two and it was 100 episodes <laughs> that, do you hear about that? i don't remember that uh look it up it's called anger management and season one normal size season i think it was like 12 episodes season two 100 episodes <laughs> they just kept going and didn't want to stop uh Cocaine's a powerful drug, yeah, people. Uh, so. I mean, that's got. I mean, TV is where you make money. That is the way to make money. Hammer it out. Look it up. There's a whole thing about like they tried to because it was just so they can get a syndication oh, deal. It's like a whole scam. And it it's had a weird Shawnee thing. Smith uh, in it. Oh damn! Yeah, so I love Shawnee. Read Smith. about the weird hundred episode season of uh, anger management. Uh, anyway, sorry, <laughs> but yes. Season three of our show, also endless. Uh, right on. Well, uh, <laughs> so uh, stay tuned, folks, for many movies to come. And until next time, remember that the world is wrong and it's probably wrong about you. Andras here. When I'm not co-hosting the World is Wrong podcast, I'm hosting and producing the Radio 8-Ball podcast, where we answer questions by picking songs at random, like picking musical tarot cards. We've hosted musical divinations for people like John C. Riley, Patricia Arquette, Tignataro, and Fred Armisen, and hosted over 200 songwriters providing the randomly chosen answers from Inara George and Dan Byrne to Mose Allison and Alan Toussaint. That's Radio 8-Ball, all one word. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts and download our app from the iTunes App Store. Dear listener, if you are just discovering our podcast, you can find all of our episodes on our website at theworldiswrongpodcast.com. You can also write to us at contact at theworldiswrongpodcast.com or follow us on Instagram at theworldiswrongpodcast. And now, back to the show. Eight notes scale an octave. 
Master the scale, and you master the score. That wasn't so bad, was it? No, I mean, I haven't seen the conversation, and I won't, it was, so I don't yeah, know it was, the details. It, there, was, it, it was, there, was, there was not really much to it. It was like three back it was, it and forths. A, and it wasn't like, World is Wrong podcast also thinks Sandy Hook was fake. No, it was just sort of like, <laughs> hate the subject of the journalism, but don't hate the journalist for talking to, to the person. I think that's... Well, and also, like, that's... I feel like you should talk to these people because you want to understand kind of where they're coming from, not to agree with them, but just to kind of get some insight or to, as a way to like understand like how, you know, cause there's people that love that guy that, that love Alex Jones and like think he's preaching only the truth and, you know, or whatever. But it's like, it's weird to also, that was like a major news story. So it'd be weird not to, well, like, I, I would love to see I would love to see a movie where like Werner Herzog sits down with like Donald Trump and like talks to him and just tries to like just figure out just figure out this guy's mind. You know, you don't have to agree with it. But it's just weird to be like, you should only cover things that I like and that I agree with. You know, like that's 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 not how journalism should work. <laughs> did you did you stop the recording? I just did, yeah. Before like while you were talking because what you're saying is now what I wish you had said. <laughs> Your point, like this is these these are good points of view. I know, but I don't like talking about things in <laughs> our movies, <laughs> and also I don't I didn't see the conversations. I feel like I can't really speak to it. So, but uh, yeah, I, I agree. You don't don't hate a journalist <clears throat> unless they're a liar, unless they're a dirty lying journalist that just <laughs> yeah no, that, but that's, that's things you know. But if this guy's just trying to be like, I want to talk to this guy and figure it out. Well, and I think that's I think that's the other thing that happens is that people think like if you interview someone and you aren't like in the interview saying, but you're an asshole, right? So fuck you. Like if you just like you interview someone, you ask them questions, you almost do sort of like draw them out by saying, well, you feel like you're victimized by the narrative about you. How do you feel that? And then you let the person say why they think that. And expose whatever they like. Let them expose themselves because you sort of. Because yeah, if you if you just if you if you go out telling them like what they don't want to hear, they're gonna lie to you, or they're not gonna yeah. tell you exactly. But if you can like go through the back door to get to the truth, yeah. Or some, yeah. It's just uh, yeah. I don't know this journalist, so I don't. I can't speak for yeah. him or if I agree with what he does. But if he's like a fair and balanced, an actual fair and balanced person, then that's good. That's a good thing. Um, why do you think that guy blocked you? Like, and I'm because I'm sure you've reread the, the argument many times and obsessed over why. Like, I you know, no, I haven't that much. I mean, I've I've obsessed about <laughs> no, because I know what I I know what was said. It was really, it was very. Um, for I can't I actually I can't go back and see what what he, he wrote. blocked you. I can only yeah. see what I wrote. Yeah, and yeah, it was basically like. You know, and every time I was like, you know, like people were dunking on him and being like, oh, this guy, oh, yeah, I see in your thing, you're a Hollywood writer. Like people are just being a jerk to him. I'm like, no, no, this guy's podcast is great. I love your podcast. And I think, you know, I'm just sort of saying when you guys talk about directors who people have very negative feelings about, you're not always leaning into that aspect in the same way people could be critical of you for not 
attacking these directors who have made films that you like, even though they've done things you don't like. And that seems like what you're doing here to this. And he came back and was like, well, I, I, you know, of course I believe in the freedom of the press, but I think when you do this, you're platforming someone like Alex Jones. And I wrote back saying, actually, I would, I've never wanted to hear something Alex Jones said, but because Glenn Greenwald's interviewing him, I might be interested because I trust this journalist to then listen to what this guy actually says and then form my opinion as opposed to just feeling like I hate this guy even though I've never listened to him. And, mm. that's, when he, and that's when he blocked me. Basically, think, huh. as if I had you said... You think like, oh, this guy loves Alex Jones yeah. now, so fuck this guy. <laughs> even though that's not at all what you said. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's it's it, like that's how you learn things. I don't yeah, know, right? I, I just I don't like you don't have to like the things you learn about. You just can be you want to be like, oh, I I hate Nazi Germany. It disgusts me. Oh, but that writer wrote about it who's very thoughtful, and I'm like interested in getting kind of understanding the mind of a Nazi. I don't like them. I don't agree with them. But yeah, yeah. Um. Hmm. Well, I'm sorry that you got into a little. Twitter spat. That's oh, why fine. I think no, it's I'm, stupid. I'm fine, but I, it's just... <laughs> and it seems like at least I think we are insignificant enough that I can't see him being like, worst case scenario, telling other podcasts, don't talk to these guys. They're no. awful Alex Jones fans. I'm sure it was a gut reaction because it's so easy to block people. Yeah. I'm sure he blocked a bunch of people from that conversation. It's just weird because I was in there defending him. <laughs> Maybe he just went through and just blocked it all. It's like I don't want to deal with this. Blah blah blah. Like it's over. Like okay. Um, people just get so sensitive on the internet. That's why I think it's stupid. Like my rule for blocking someone is if the only reason I will block someone is if they publicly attack me. Like if they're just like, "You are a fucking liar. You are yeah, a yeah. Trump supporter." Yeah. And I'm yeah, like, get out of here. And I'll Done. try. I'll I'll yeah. give them a warning. I'll say, "Hey, look, that's not that's." That's not the truth, and I would like for us to have a, a genuine engagement. And then if they come yeah. back with an insult, I block them. You know, it's just yeah. like – and I've had to do that with people who are, you know, people I went to high school with or friends. And yeah. It's not fun, but it's a clear yes. boundary. It's like you can say – you know, you could say the shittiest things about Mordecai all day long, and I will – you know, I'll engage with you. But if you tell me <laughs> that I am – a rapist because I like John a Johnny Depp film, I'll block it. Yeah, that's just weird. That's just stupid. It's also that's just not how anything works. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't make any sense. It's just everyone's just so sensitive now. I hate it. Yeah. Hi, I'm Brian. And I'm AJ. And we have a podcast called The Director's Wall. Examining a filmmaker's career, film by film. First up was M. Night Shyamalan, then Francis Ford Coppola. Who's next? Is there anything to this whole auteur theory? Find out on The Director's Wall. Subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or your preferred listening platform.